Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. If this is not your first time listening, thank you and welcome back. One of my favorite things about going home is the debates that we have. That probably sounds odd to some people, but my family, we have quite a bit of debates. We talk about politics. We talk about religious issues, social issues, racial issues. You name it, we talk about it. And in these heated debates, we have to have evidence. We have to support it biblically. We have to support it with statistics. Whatever it may be, we have to support why we believe what we believe. And this tradition of debating each other started off long before me being 26 years old. I remember my parents doing this when my grandpa was alive, my dad and my uncle would be at my grandparents' house and they would be having these heated debates. And my cousins and I would be upstairs just watching TV or thinking to ourselves, when is this going to end? And funnily enough, we're doing the exact same thing. At 26 years old, my brothers and I We're all just having these heated debates while my nieces and nephews, they're just sitting around thinking, what are these people doing with their lives? Well, that brings me to a topic that my parents and I were talking about a couple months back, and it was whether we can be too far away from God. It's can you get so far away from God that he cannot reach you? And When that question was posed, I think either I asked that question or my husband asked that question, my dad immediately responded and said, no, you can't be too far away from God. God is omniscient. He's omnipresent. He has the ability to reach anyone. There's no one he cannot reach. The issue isn't God. The issue is man. And then he ended his whole spiel with, we just have God on block. And to me, that was so profound because I never thought about how we as humans can block God. I know that sometimes we get into a funk. We don't spend time reading the Bible. We don't spend time in prayer or worship. And I get that. We go through our seasons, but I've never thought about it that we can have God on block. Or sometimes we can have him on silent. A lot of times we feel as if God's not talking or we can't hear his voice or he's not responding. And essentially it's we are not allowing or giving room for God to do what he can do. Our ears are shut, our eyes are shut, and our hearts are shut to receive, to hear, and to welcome what God wants to do. So think about it this way. Have you ever blocked someone before on your phone? someone that was probably annoying or maybe a creep or simply you needed to be in a healthy place. So you had to remove some people in your lives. Whenever you block someone from your caller ID list, they cannot reach you. They can call as long as they want. They can call tirelessly, but they cannot have access to you until you unblock them. I know I've blocked people before. I've blocked creeps. I've blocked people that were just a little bit too disrespectful or crossing the line. And I haven't received any messages from them. I don't know if they've called me. I don't know if they've texted me. But if they did, it never got through. And that's how we are with God sometimes. God is knocking. He's reaching out. He's trying to get our attention. But we have placed him on blocked that we cannot even hear or see what he's doing. 
And then some of us have them on silent. You probably put your phone on silent at night before you go to bed. And that's probably because you don't want to be disturbed. You don't want anyone to be waking you up in your sweet slumber. So you put your phone on silent. And oftentimes, if we don't unsilent our phones, we don't know that we're getting messages, we're getting calls. And that is the delay that we experience in hearing God's voice. We feel as if God's not speaking to us. We feel as if God's not reaching out to us when in actuality, he's been reaching out, but we have ourselves on silent that we are delayed to his messages. We are delayed to his voice. We are delayed to his response. So what does having God on blocked or God on silent looks like. That looks a lot like a ton of excuses, a ton of excuses that says, I don't have enough time to spend in God's word. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to worship. And what happens when we do that is that we lose connection to our source. We lose connection to the one thing that gives us life and breath each day. Our negligence to give God that time of day hinders our growth, reception and communication. We can't receive anything from God and we cannot communicate with God. And I'm primarily targeting Christians who feel as if they're in a season of drought, who feel as if they're in a season of limbo. And you could rightfully be in a season of drought and limbo. However, don't use the excuse of a season of drought or a season of stillness to refuse to open up your heart to receive what God has for you, to open up your eyes and your ears, to give that time for God to speak. A lot of times we neglect to spend time with God. We neglect reading his word, praying in worship. Because we tell ourselves, oh, we're just in a season of, of drought. We're in a season, we're in the desert right now. We, we're, we're just in a dry season. And in our dry season, we don't even look for the source of water. We don't even look for life spring. And we remain in that dry season. We remain in that limbo for years because we don't reach out for life. And that life is found in Jesus. And I get it. Sometimes we don't want to spend time in God's word. We don't want to spend time in prayer. We don't want to spend time in worship because we haven't gotten the miracle we've been praying for because we've been in this drought season for years or because we haven't heard God's voice. We haven't received anything or see him do. But is that justifiable? I would dare to say no, because God is perfect and he's good and he doesn't neglect us even when we neglect him. And we can't see the big picture because our vantage point is so focused on what we want, is so focused on me, is so focused on the result that we cannot see what God is doing around us. We can't see the big picture. But once we step back, once our vantage point changes, then and just then will we be able to see that God's been working the entire time, that God's been doing and he will continue doing. But we just need to have faith and faith requires action. It requires unblocking God and removing the silence we've placed to God. If you read my blog, you know that I've been through a period where I just felt like life was done. I was ready to give up. I was over it. I was physically in pain. No one would give me an answer. We went to tons of doctors and no one could figure out what was happening. And I was in a time of depression where I just wanted to give up. And there was a day where I cried out to God and I said, where are you? Why haven't you given me my miracle? Why haven't you even spoken to me? And I remember God saying to me, I've been here all along. 
I didn't leave. You left me. You gave up on me. I had God unblocked because I wasn't getting my miracle. I wasn't seeing the results. I wasn't getting answers. So I muted him and I said, you know what? Forget you. I'm going to figure this out myself. And I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out myself. And while I was still in pain, while I was still hurting, while I didn't get the answers immediately, when I opened up myself to God, when I removed that silence, when I removed that block that I had placed separating God and I, I felt an overwhelming peace. I felt an overwhelming presence that said, I can keep going. I should not give up. I should keep making steps, I should keep moving forward because God is perfect and his plans are way bigger than mine. And I know that he's going to work it out. Long story short, a couple months later, we found out what it was. There was a cyst the size of a baseball lodged around the nerve endings of my spine that was causing so much pain, twitching, that was causing extreme weariness. So it all made sense at that point. There was this cyst. No one saw it. Every single scan we took just overlooked it. And finally, doctors found it. The doctors removed it and all was done. I was bedridden for, they said, six months, but God healed me and I was able to walk in three months and bills were completely paid. And during that process, I was able to witness to doctors and nurses and those who were atheists working in that field. And they wondered, how are you having so much joy? How are you having so much faith? And I said, you know what? It's because of Jesus. And even if I don't get that physical healing, I know that he's good and I will continue to serve him. But I didn't have that perspective until I removed God from blocked. Until I removed him from being blocked in my life. Until I removed that silence I had, that wall between him and I, because I was so focused on me, not seeing the big picture. So if you have God on blocked, it's probably because something's not working out for you or something didn't work out for you in the past. So you've placed him on blocked and you said no more. I don't want anything to do with Jesus. I don't want anything to do with the church. I don't want anything to do with Christianity. But can I tell you something? Behind the full story is a process. And the process is oftentimes what builds our character and what builds our faith. God will take care of it. His goodness is good and his goodness is evident in not only the things around us, but in the very breath that we have. I get it. Things happen in this world that's really bad, that hurts, and we can't always understand why certain things happen. But what we do know and should know is that God is good. So if you have God on silent or you have him on blocked, I challenge you to reconnect with Jesus. I challenge you to remove God from your blocked list. I challenge you to take off your heart from silent and allow God to speak to you. Faith is more than simply saying, I believe in God. Faith is action. And oftentimes the action that's required is going to God, facing him, saying, hey, I need to let it go and I need to give it over to you. So let me pray with you all real quick. 
Jesus, for those who are listening and have you unblocked, I just pray that their hearts will become malleable, that their hearts will soften to receive your word, to hear your voice, and to just respond. Whatever they've been holding on to, whatever they've been blaming you for, Lord, God, I pray that they have that boldness to say, Jesus, have it all. Here's what's going on. Here's why I have you unblocked. Here is why I've placed you on silence and that they'll be able to walk in freedom. They'll be able to walk in faith and strength, knowing that while things may not be perfect, I know I serve a God that is perfect. And in his perfection, all things will work out. Jesus, I thank you and I praise you. In your name I pray. Amen. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog Podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.